Welcome to the Countdown Podcast. Today we're going to review White Noise for you, and my name is Wayne. And my name is Paul, strange with them for this not 2005 supernatural thriller, but the 2022 absurdist comedy drama written and directed by Noah Baumbach, direct, adapted, I should say, from the 1985 novel with the same title by, of, by Don DeLillo. DeLillo, yes. Yeah, there. This one stars Adam Driver, Greta Gerwig, and Don Cheadle, a bunch of, with a whole bunch of kids. The budget, Wayne, of this 136-minute film. Can we stop reviewing stupid long movies? How many weeks in a row have we had to put up with? Took a while, didn't it? Stupid, stupid length film. Because there's not there's much around, Paul. No, there, we're, we're very starved for choice if you're wondering why we're reviewing this after Emancipation. <laughs> but I am done with 130-minute films. Thankfully, next week's review, Megan, Megan, will be much shorter. Especially in my head. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon um, the long cost? Oh, look, this is an indie film. So it shouldn't be that much, Paul. So let's say, Shit. <laughs> Well, we got three oh, stars. You aptly described it, yes. Uh, I don't know. How about 12? 100 million dollars. No. <laughs> Are you shitting me? No. This costs 100 million dollars. 100 million dollars. Now, to be fair to the film, which you made. Fuck off. Its production is, is pretty sweet. It does evoke the 80s. It does feel like the 80s. Oh, no, no. I was going, I'm, I'm not down on this film. It sounds like you are. Oh, <laughs> I know, okay. But oh, no, it doesn't look like a 100 million. 100 million. You're shitting me. Nope. Drop your score accordingly. Wayne, tell us what this film is about. Okay. And good fucking luck. All right, yeah, okay. So White Noise dramatizes a contemporary American family's attempts to deal with the mundane conflicts of everyday life while grappling with like universal mysteries of love, death, the possibility of happiness in an uncertain world. It's a very about life kind of, it's a day in the life, but about life type movie. It's about as much as I can say about it because... <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, it's, it's... As I said. It's very... A hundred million? <laughs> <laughs> very difficult to describe. Holy shit. Because the film is shit. Hot damn! <laughs> But we'll get to that in a moment. All right, then. The critical reception on Rotten Tomatoes, this one has 64% based on approval rating on 225 views with an average score of 6.5 out of 10. And on Metacritic with a weighted average, it has a score of 66 out of 100 based on 44 critics, which just goes to show this is the kind of critic-baked bullshit that they tend to love. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a critical... This is your critical ass. I was... Okay, well, actually, you know what? Can we start with you? I want to apologize. Go on. We were scrambling around last week thinking, all right, we've got a whole bunch of premiere screenings coming up for films. So we've got three of them coming in the next three mm-hmm. weeks. Great. Mm-hmm. We're covered for the rest of January. Excellent. Looking forward to those. But this week we were in a hole and we just watched the trailer for what had then dropped, I think, two or three days before. Yeah, yeah. White noise. And I'm like, that doesn't look bad. Exactly. There's, a, there's an explosion. There's yeah, a, well, there's not so much an explosion. I thought some of the comedy moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car floating down a river. Yeah. And Adam Driver looking very, as Michelle, one of our listeners in the Facebook community, pointed out to me, very Alan Partridge. In this oh, yeah. I didn't, I'm like, holy shit, he does. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this looks funny. It looks interesting. Let's give this a go. And oh, <laughs> sometimes when you call a book unfilmable, it should not be filmed. This is one of those times. I, I take it you've not read the book. No, I haven't. But that's the recommendation or the the calling about this book, this book was no one can film this book. It's not something you can turn into a movie, so don't try. Oh, God, how I wish Netflix and Noah Bumbach listened. This film fucking sucks. It is a boring, <laughs> completely messy, all over the shot, slatter, all over the shop slatter 
It's trying to do three, maybe four different genres in one film and sucks at all of them. It therefore succeeds with none. The first one is this kind of absurdist kind of take on academia. Absolutely ridiculous. All right, yeah. I want to emphasize. Oh, I, that, that would touch your heart a little. Yeah, I work at universities. I'm not an academic, but I've you know dabbled in that realm. But to watch the way that this is depicted, even though it's set in the early '80s and the like, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And then a, a kind of take on this family who they all speak like Rhodes scholars. And yes, the father is a, a, uni- a lecturer who is a specialist in Hitler studies. Ha ha! Funny once, not funny the 83 times they emphasize that joke in the first 35 minutes. I mean, what is that? It's, it's meant to be absurd. It's meant to be overly ridiculous. Okay. And then his mate, Don Cheadle, is like, hey, you're the expert. Help me build Elvis up to the same. I'm like, oh, God. I, go, keep going, keep going, keep going. And then it moves into this kind of almost apocalyptic, which is what the whole trailer shows you. The whole that's trailer the, is a exactly. whole that's second why we, That's why we reviewed it. We looked at it and we went, mm, this could be interesting. Arguably, that's the best part of the film for me, at least, because at least it kind of hangs together in... But even then, it's it's not ever scary or engaging. It's trying to be pithy and funny about bureaucracy and how it poorly handles this shit. Mm-hmm. It's crap. It's absolute crap. And then the final bit is this, I don't know, weird thriller thing that doesn't work at all. What the fuck is this movie, Wayne? Please, what do you take on it? Your take on this it. This is so so good. Okay, so first of all, let's start at the beginning. Because <laughs> we don't want we don't four things, right? Um, I hope so now. <laughs> Okay, so first of all, I always marvel at a, at how a guy like with Adam Driver's face manages to make it as a leading man. Okay, but then I see how. Okay, if everything controversial <laughs> I just said, you've just alienated the audience. Well done. I'm fine with that. Okay, um, but like no, but 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 there's a slip side to this. I see how good an actor he is. Yeah, he's right? good. And the way that he, the accent and the execution of his lines, undoubtedly good. And that's the first thing I noticed because he's doing this odd. I don't know what type Affectation. of Affectation. Yes, but the the type of sort of middle America type accent that he's doing, and it's almost it's very very good. It's really well done. All right, so I'm like, okay, good. All right, right. accent tick. <laughs> well, no, his his execution is right. good. He's, he's, he, you yeah. appreciate his performance, right? Then the next thing is okay. So this is purposely, as you said, shot to look like an old film, and it's kind of Wes Andersony in places. Ooh, no, I didn't get Wes. Anderson. Not as good as Wes Anderson, but like in that sort None of none of that sideways camera kind of, movement. Oh no, not not so much the movement, but the the the, the whatever filter they're using. It looks like it was shot in the eighties. So that sort of yeah, like, it's, it's very you know? washed, overly washed out, kind yeah. of overly neony color at times, and also like low def, kind of you know mm. that kind of like dank thing, and the the sets themselves with the supermarket and the way it looks and the houses and the, it looks it's really actually great looking it's great looking in terms of what they're trying to do they they got there so very pensive uh, yeah I would agree the production is the best part probably Baumbach's direction at times there's some interesting camera movements yes. he's doing his level best to keep things engaging at that technical level but the story's so fucking crap right now here's now here's where you're running into trouble I find initially this is the first 10-15 minutes of the film mm-hmm. I find the pace and the way the dialogue is filmed really stressful and hectic. They're always talking over each other and it's like, okay, yep. I see he's And they're all talking at this level that's so far above what children would talk at. That's true. Although Bill's family is like that. I used to hang out at his house and his dad was like a friend scholar. of ours. Yeah, and he's like a friend I've actually yeah, we have a well, friend. Well one there's only two kids and not five. That's true. Five? Four. Lots. Whatever. Too yeah, many. Too many. So yeah, like I said, it's often a group of people in this talking over each other, snappy pace, lots of noise, kinda like when my sisters start laughing too loud and did annoy me with Oh, the, that's with hilarious. Emotions. Yeah. That. <laughs> Wayne criticizing someone else for laughing too Trust loud. Trust me, you haven't <laughs> been at my family's functions at Christmas. When the girls start pissing themselves, it's like annoying. <laughs> anyway, um, but then 
like you said, like 22 minutes in, there's a weird bedsheet scene where there's like this sort of almost horror-y kind of aspect to it. I'm like, what the fuck's that, right? And I don't know if that's the director trying to put you off on purpose to do something. I don't know what his vision is, right? But you're like, oh, okay. And then it ends. And then you're like, okay. Then, Paul, here's what made... I was sitting there going, I'm, not, I'm, I'm sort of starting to get annoyed by this movie. because <laughs> I'm like, Yeah. So then, then, the scene that you hate is what I actually think is the best thing about the film. There's a bit of... Um, Adam Driver is, is is talking about Elvis and 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 no 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 oh, sorry sorry about Hitler that's right so War Machine asks Adam to like uh, don't don't she ask Adam to come to his class and talk about Hitler because he's trying to push Elvis Presley that whole I want Elvis versus Hitler thing that is absurdist absolutely I get that but the actual visual the way this is executed is the two professors are talking about Elvis and Hitler in the same context when they were kids when they this when they that and then it gets intercut with the train crash that happens. Which mm-hmm. is Adam Driver has this over-the-top performance, and the students go wild at the cool performance, which is oh hilarious. My God. Again, right? absurdist. Absurdist. However, I was sitting there going, you know, that's the kind of university lecturer I would have wanted. Uh, I would no, love. Some- they don't exist. I know they don't. They don't do they? No. So I couldn't like be one. Could I tell I? you that the the most <laughs> closest that I ever went to in all the probably hundreds of lectures that uh, I attended uh, through my uh, eight years. Is that right? Yes, at uni. Yeah. Lecturer, we're all sitting there talking. And a lecturer says, all right, everyone, all right, shut the fuck up. <laughs> and everyone stopped talking. <coughs> really? Yeah, really. That lecturer's a friend of mine now. But back That's in the day, is. he was not. That's the first time I ever met him. He literally said, shut the fuck, everyone. Oh, that got your attention, didn't it? <laughs> really? And then he went on to say, this is the only lecture I give to undergraduate students. So you are all beneath my contempt. But I do this because I'm obligated by... And everyone's like, fuck this guy. What a prick. You know, really? This is how he got your attention. That's as close as I ever saw to this bullshit that's on display here. <laughs> okay. And again, again, I get it. It's meant to be absurdist and over the top and ridiculous. It is. But I didn't find it funny at all. I was like, when they broke out into applause and all the other academics are sitting around watching this and they go, oh, it's amazing. I'm I love that scene. Off. I, because you know the reality, you're like, oh, what the hell? But I loved that scene. I was sitting there going, this is great. And I always thought to myself, the only reason, like, if, if I ever became a lecturer, I'd like to be an entertaining one like that. Obviously, like you said, it doesn't exist. And I bet you there's a lot of lecturers who thought they'd be that way. And then they realize the job fucking blows. So <laughs> Look, um, I've given plenty of lectures over time. Oh, yeah, there you go. And I try to be at least mildly entertaining. But you can't be like this. I mean, and even their regalia that they're wearing. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is he wearing a, uh, yeah, is it a exactly. cape or a robe? Well, it's, it's the, the stuff you wear when you graduate, when you get your PhD. Yeah, why does he wear one? I don't know. I don't that's know. That's weird. Where you, yeah, that's an odd little thing. But then, and I will say this, after that scene, the movie did take off a bit, but then it became like, because it, what it was is, what, at the beginning, I thought, this is a boring, twee, quirky-ass film. Yep, twee. Right? I guess I can see where twee is coming from in terms of academia. Yes, and yeah. right? And then, and then I was like, I need the film to do better, but then that scene did do better. So I'm like, okay, let's see what happens now. But then, as you say, Paul, very difficult for me to actually continue to now try and describe how it goes, because it becomes then this reflection on... Life, the meaning of life, death, the, be- yeah, the things there, I like think, that. I think you've nailed it there. This the the one thing that permeates through the whole three acts of this film, if you want to call it that. I think maybe it's even stylized with a with a card around each part. Yeah, is death. Yeah. So there's this huge death anxiety hangs over this whole film, which you think might interest me as a psychologist, but it didn't. I actually I could did give, think that, it would. That dream sequence you're describing is the most pointed example thereof when. He sees this figure who's sitting on his his doorstep, and well, I guess we're getting the spoilers here, but it's very hard to spoil this film because it doesn't go anywhere. Don't worry about it. Just, just, just everyone. Some spoilers, okay? Go ahead. Oh, hang on, hang on. I'll hit the button. Jack, here we go. Blah. 
You can't handle the truth. Uh, apparently Wayne can't. This film fucking sucks. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, so he's sitting there and there's a bloke. Well, seemingly a man. I kept expecting it to be him. He was going to see himself getting into bed. That was my thought on it. But we never see the face. And then he's, this person is threatening, shot in a threatening way with threatening lightning and threatening shithouse music. And then goes, but he just wakes up. And, oh, yes, he's frightened of death. whoop de fucking do Well, this is why... Okay, so now that we're talking, basically the what seems to be the premise of the like third act or whatever, right, is that he finds... It also the movie, his wife is popping this pill. He yep. doesn't know what it is. And he sits there and he kind of goes, okay, finally him and his daughter try and... Or whatever, start to figure it's it her out. Her daughter, actually. Her, his stepdaughter, yep. her daughter. Figure out that it's some drug because she finds it and it's called something. None of the doctors have ever well, heard of it. Well, they don't figure it out. She eventually comes clean to him, remember? But first they find the, the bottle. Yeah, they find Dyla or whatever it's called. So, yeah, and then the, the, none of the doctors have ever heard of it. So they determine that this is an unregistered or un... Drug, yeah. Drug, you don't know... No one knows what it is. It's experimental. And you said Adam Driver was good. I think the best scene in this movie probably is Greta Gerwig's tearful confession around how it all took place. I quite yeah, enjoyed that I scene. Think all the performances are good. Yeah, like, none, yeah. the, you, didn't, you didn't like the movie, but I think the performances themselves are what the director wanted. I'm a story guy. I'm a script guy. I understand. The script nails it. It hits the brief. It remains interesting and engaging, and it does what it's trying to do. And maybe this script does. I don't get it because it's so fucking silly. Yeah. It, no, it's crazy silly. And it gets nowhere. It just lands you at this plot. It doesn't even really have a proper ending. This well, fucking sucks. Here's what... The performances I, are fine. The direction itself in terms of the camera movements is good. But I got nothing else out of this film. Nothing. Technically, it's fine. But when what you're putting on display is such an unsatisfying mishmash of different genres and topics, all of which you drop the ball on, this film sucks. Well, the idea that he then goes to find who supplied this drug for his wife uh-huh. and he's told by Don Cheadle that if, let's say if you kill someone, you cheat death because you take control of death, oh, right? God. That's, that's a concept that he's doing, right? So he goes there to this weird seedy hotel, which is where his wife banged that dude for the fucking stuff. And it turns out that his, the idea that his wife's condition is that she's afraid of death and she's taking a pill for that <laughs> is so weird. It's such an unusual thing that Lots they're doing. Lots of people take a, take a pill for, for anxiety. Any one that's specifically death anxiety, sure. But this, this is one, of, and this is this is why it's a it's a quirky ass fucking film. Somehow, an indie film that cost a hundred billion dollars, I can't get over <laughs> that. This looks like it. This looks like someone's. I don't know. I guess it costs a lot of money to make things look that convincingly old, but it's not as though they were creating whole cities. I can't imagine where that hundred million went. And anyway, look. Long story short, it's not. Anything I would have watched normally. No. Right? Uh, if I, I saw that trailer, I probably would have watched it. No, I probably would have, I would have, I would have turned, turned it off. off. I would have turned it off. So, right, so even you would have turned it off. Yeah, but I, well, that's the one thing between you and me is I would have turned it off before the fucking scene that got me and I would have missed the whole movie. Right. Right? Once that scene got me, I'm like, okay, let's keep so going. So were you more was, engaged after that? Did you care about Adam Driver's character? I can't remember his name. Given that I was not engaged at all at the beginning, yes, I would say Jack. I was more engaged after that. But um, it's just a really, really weird, like, I look, I, I'm, I'm familiar with these weird ass fucking Noah Baumbach and all whoever. You like, saw Marriage Story, right? Yeah. He, that wasn't weird. That was a that was very great. linear, beautiful, very good amazing... Very my top no, 10 of that year. There's some fucking performances right mm-hmm. there, okay? On that, because... But the script hangs together. It all makes sense. Absolutely. It's, it's a... It's this a, is not, nothing like this It's film. a scathing criticism of, the, I guess, the legal system yep. in America and around separation and whatever else. And, Absolutely. And then about two characters who you both side with at various points through the course of the film. It's really good. Exactly. And the performances are stellar. Is that the last thing this guy did? I think so. It's been a while. So, yeah. Um, so, to me, he's trying to... No, this is just like... what The thing that bothers me about the film, if anything, is that it's so... Um, it's trying to wear its indiness on its sleeves so much that it ends up becoming commercial as a result. Again, $100 million. <laughs> That's a weird way of saying it. Well, I mean, like I said, he's actually spent money to make it look cheap. Like, I hate that shit. 
<laughs> so like it's still nothing I'm going to necessarily I'm not gonna I'm not gonna trash it like well I don't think it's a piece of shit, but I think it was like not quite my movie. It's more than that. It's more than that. Like I know this film came out at the end of two thousand twenty two, so it technically could be in the market for the, one of the worst films of last year and, and probably would make that list. If I'm really honest, this would be right down the bottom of my worst of the year list because of the talent that's involved here, because of the money that's behind it, mm. all the rest of that. But because I watched it this year, technically speaking, I'm going to keep it in my 2023 list. 2023 is off to an absolute wanker of a start. It sucks. It's only this, been six, seven This years movie fucking days. sucks. I'm talking in terms of movies only. This movie blows mm. it is so disappointing and that's from someone who got nothing more than watched the trailer and went oh this could be fun it wasn't fun it was like pulling fucking teeth if you were in charge of cutting the trailer for this film that's definitely what you would have done though you were going can Probably. we just can we put the fucking train crash in front and, and center and can we make it the best bit of the whole film for me yeah. was was when he's having that back and forth with the guy around you've been exposed to this toxin yeah yeah this airborne toxic event yep and we know this and we don't know how you're gonna, long you're going to live, but you are going to die. So I'm going to die from this. Uh, well, we'll check with you in 15, 15 years. 15 years, yeah. So you can't tell. No, we can't really tell. We'll have to do more, more experience. If you die in the meantime, we'll then experiment on your body. And like, that whole exchange was, that's the kind of level of humor yes, I think because, that would have worked. Right, because it's showing that his, his, his fear of death. Yeah, it's, it's happened. Is, is, yeah, exactly. So it's like, oh, so now what? So now it's sort of personifying and actually consolidating it's that. It's come to a head. Yeah, so now that he knows, but it's for 15 years and well, he's not quite sure. But even then they couldn't guarantee it exactly. would be 15 years. So he years. might live a normal life, yeah. but he's chosen to become scared anyway. Well, no, he, I think this helps resolve his fear to a degree. Oh, yeah, okay, good point. For her, she's still terrified, but he's chosen not to tell her and the rest of the family because he doesn't want to distress her because they have that conversation early on, which is the example, and clearly this happens a lot between them. Mm. You have to die first. No, you have to die first. Yeah. Sorry, I have to die first, not you, because yeah. I can't be without you. That's right. No, you don't understand how much you mean to me, da 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 I'm like, yeah, you're, you're, this is one of your fourth and one of your third marriages. I'm not quite sure that I buy this shit. Again, the absurdest thing is probably what's getting in your way because <sighs> they're trying to make it funny, and I get it. Oh, right? well, and then we get to the final scene. We're going to talk about absurd. Yeah, okay, go on. Of course, in a film which I hate, they end with a ridiculous, <laughs> nonsensical musical number, Cause. All right, so my take on that... Please, please. ...is what happens is at the end of the film, it sort of ends... Because the, the point is made that in the supermarket of, I guess, life, but in this case, the movie, this is where... It's almost like that's not purgatory, but Church. this is... I thought is it was it? their church. I thought this is where they, they worship the, the supermarket is there. Well, the idea was that I think what I got from it was that because supermarket, because shopping for groceries is such a mundane activity, this is where life happens, but it's the one common oh, thing that everyone that. does. That's the common thing. So that's why everyone seems to be quite happy in the supermarket because this is where we all come together and meet up again. Right? Happy? Well, Are not- you happy when you go shopping? No, in the I'm supermarket? not. Exactly. But that's the movie. The movie. The movie is oh. saying that this here, there's, there's no like people don't. I don't know if it's like people don't die as much in the fucking supermarket, or whatever. But when you're doing this, you're doing life, as opposed to something out there that can kill you. Or what happens at the end though is that because then they start dancing. All right. Oh, God. Now here's the thing. The dancing thing was like, oh, I'm watching it going. First of all, about halfway through, I started fast forwarding it because I'm like, oh shit! It? it goes all through the credits. Yep. It goes for like fucking. You know what? And I had this thought, random though it may be. Do you reckon you'd be pleased if you were someone who worked on this movie and your name is relegated to being squeezed at the top of the screen while this ridiculously nonsensical dumb dance number happens underneath? And what, that's what everyone's paying attention to. Not that people will hang around for the credits anyway. You this could is what argue. I'm saying. Yes, I think you do. If, you, if you're doing something over the credits which gives people a shot at staying Ugh. when the credits roll. No one's reading them. 
No, no one's reading them, but at least they're there for to possibly see your name. Whereas yeah, if it's just black screen and scrolling, they fucking already left yeah. the movie cinema. So I think that the, the idea here is that the, the, the supermarket became a bliss, and that's why it's all of a sudden a dance number. Now, don't get me wrong. <laughs> they were just trying to end the movie, the movie in a... No- does not earn that. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. I would agree. But, like, I mean, I didn't hate it like you did, and I'm kind of surprised you did. I thought you might be a little more on board with this. This so. was <laughs> almost flip a table worthy. This was fun. <laughs> Fucking garbage. All right, well, then let me give my score before you give yours. Go on. All right, my score is 61. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch, please. I'm telling you, man. 61. Yeah, I actually Three stars. Yeah, I kind of didn't... Again, I didn't mind it. it, it Maybe after hearing that 100 mil, it probably might drop into the mid-50s, but like... Well, it should. Have you not adjusted this? (sighs) No, just be... Look, they... mm. No, I, I'm not the accountant. Bring it down. I'm not the accountant. Bring it down. I'm not the accountant. I, if, if they overspent on the movie, that's their problem. I, I'm sitting there, how much did I sort of get from the movie or enjoy from it? And the truth is, I didn't hate it like you did, but now let me hear your score. I'm Tremble before me, terrible films and television shows. Okay. 20 fucking 8. <laughs> Okay, so when you give a score like 28 out of 100, you're no longer asking what pissed you off to get you down to 28. I'm now asking what gave you 28 points. Or what good things were the in the direction. Movie? Direction, good. Direction, some of the camera shots. I was like, uh-huh, yeah. The production of Agreed. the costumes, That's the probably cars, the best thing and whatever else about That's it. The, the way, it, as you described, it's sort of overly washed out kind of neon lit yeah. sort of aesthetic. And I would say, yeah, Adam Driver to a less... I think that Greta Gerwig scene is was... Pretty great. So a couple of great major performances. Adam Drive's fine. I didn't fine. think it was amazing. Like, yeah. always give me a fake beer gut and go from there. It's not fake. I that is look fake. Thing. There's no way. No, it's not that. It's just it's not a beer gut. It's just a little. It's just not his fucking Kylo Ren abs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they they exaggerate. That's special effects. That's a prosthetic. That's oh, not okay. his real gut. Okay. No way. I suppose you wouldn't do that for this film. Although 100 million dollars. I bet you about 10 of it was his. Mm, could have been. That's, that's how this could have been. Yeah, I thought this was trash. Absolute trash. Hated it with a passion. Can't be on my worst of 2023. So just imagine this is a big, big star on my worst of 2022. And that is the episode coming your way in very short order. I expect much better things from Megan. I don't. Do you want to hear a shit review? Let's wait till next week, people. (laughs) All right. That's our thoughts on White Noise. Who did you agree with? Wayne, myself, or did you love the fuck out of this film and wish to chastise, particularly me, but a little bit of Wayne as well? If you do, you're a critic. You're probably a critic either at heart or in profession. (laughs) Because the critics do like, I was looking at it going, this is some critical shit right here. Yeah. You can do so via email at the Countdown Podcast at gmail.com on Twitter at the Countdown PC, which amazingly continues to survive, although we had a couple of very dodgy days in Australia where it just wasn't working, Twitter. So who knows? It could still be on its way really? out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, check out the website. We have all the links to everything else that matters. Patreon page, our merch page, all the rest of it, thecountdownpodcast.com, only on your desktop. Please. That's it from us today. Thank you so much for joining us. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. I stand resolute, motherfucker! Even when you think a film is worth (laughs) ten times less than what it was. We'll catch you next time. See ya. See ya.